Thank you, Samuel and Faith. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, well, all right. Uh, man, it's a blessing to be here this evening, and uh, boy, to see all your see all your faces, hear your voices, and uh, enjoy the testimonies, and just uh, be together as a family in Christ. And uh, let's turn to Proverbs twenty-four. Verse 15, and I'll start with those couple verses. And then we'll pray and begin here. So it says here, Proverbs 20, uh, 24, verse 15, Lay not wait, O wicked man, against the dwelling of the righteous. Spoil not his resting place, for a just man falleth seven times. And riseth up again, but the wicked shall fall into mischief. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Thank you for my church family. Lord, just our time together uh, to worship, sing songs unto you. And, uh, Lord, thankful that we're justified in Christ. And, uh, Lord, we uh, thank you, Lord, for our pastor. I pray, Lord, your special grace be upon him tonight as he uh, speaks. And, uh, Lord, I just uh, thank you for my church family. I pray, Lord, that you would help me to uh, uh, minister to our hearts tonight. And, Lord, I can do nothing without you. And, uh, Lord, I just thank you for this day. And thank you for your love in Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. 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 So how many of uh, how many of you out here can uh, play the piano? Never tried? I know you can play the piano. I just saw you do it. Going back there, it's three. Just three of us? Four? Do I have a five? The five's out there. All right, just, uh, she's waving her hand back and forth. And, uh, okay. So, now let me ask you this question. How many of us in here can uh, actually tune a piano? No? Never even, do you don't even know what that means? Tune a piano? <laughs> and, uh, you know, I like to, uh, I took some lessons and I like to, you know, you know how I am. I like to just get into whatever I can and I just dive into it. And, and if I find something that interests me, I, I will, I will explore it and, uh, and see, see how it works, you know. And, and, uh, so I took about six months of piano lessons. And so I know where the chords are. I can find my way around on the piano, but I, I uh, I'm not good enough to play in front of y'all. And, uh, and so I spare you. Spare the pressure of myself and spare the, you know, the grace that you all would have to have. And, uh, and so, but, uh, how many of us in here can, so nobody in here has, can tune a piano. And how many of us here then could make one? We got enough carpenters in here? Has the, the ability to, to, to make one. We're still, man, we're in trouble. Yeah, all right. And, uh, so we're thankful for the person that can make the piano. And uh, and he can put all that stuff together, and uh, and then we're thankful for the person that can tune the piano. We need that person real good, and uh, and then we need somebody that can actually play it, because otherwise it's just going to be a piece of furniture. And uh, and so, um, but you know, uh, the piano uh, is uh, interesting. Do you know that when you go in the lower notes, there's only one string, but on the in the middle register, uh, there's three strings. 
And all those three strings are tuned to each other. And, uh, and so they have to be right on pitch. And, uh, and then when you get up in higher registers, then you got, I think it's just two strings. You know, so they gotta, they gotta, the, 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 the tuner, he's gotta be able to tune those strings together. And, uh, and they tune it, uh, to uh, what's called the A440 pitch. And, uh, and it's four, 440 beats per second, I think it is. And it's that particular pitch. So when she plays the, the, the A note on there, the A440, that's what the rest of the tune, the piano is tuned off of that. And, uh, it's all tuned off of that one note. So, um, and, you know, um, so can anybody in here play a note on the piano? One note? Well, that's where it begins. You know, so anybody can begin to play the piano. I'm sure you played it sometime in your life. If you, you know, you, you know, if you're a little kid, little kids can always, they can, uh, play that piano. And, uh, and, uh, you, you learn, you start off, you learn by playing a simple song, you know, and just sit down there and you try and find the notes. Anybody can play, you know, play it by ear. You play a guitar by ear or pick out a song. And, uh, and, uh, but some people, they're, they're drawn to playing it. You know, they just, when they, they sit down to it and they, like I have some, some, some of my kids, they just love to play the, they're drawn to it. Christy was like that. She's just drawn to it, wanted to play it. And, um, and then some, uh, they, they just, they're forced to play it. You know, uh, their mom and parent, their mom and dad wants them to play the piano and, uh, you're going to play the piano, whether you like it or not. And, uh, it's good for you. It's like your broccoli. You're going to eat your broccoli, you know? And, uh, and so, uh, but then what happens is the, the child, they, they play for a while and then they get, man, I, I really like this. And then it, it takes off, you know, maybe their mom or dad saw something and, and they got them, their child over that hump. And, uh, and so we can all, uh, appreciate, uh, the accomplished pianist, right? Y'all ever go to a concert and listen to just a, I've never been, I've never paid money to go listen to a concert pianist. And uh, I've worked in a man's house one time in, in Pennsylvania where he he uh, he had a grand piano in a room. I just don't know how he got in there. He probably took it apart and then put it in there. But uh, he was a concert pianist and uh, famous and all that. But they play the, the classical stuff. And to me, it doesn't really do nothing for me. You know, uh, sorry. Uh, but I just, I, I like hymns, you know. Give me a concert pianist and he can play a real good hymn on there. I can enjoy that. But all that other stuff all over the place, nah, it don't make no sense to me. And that's, that's why they probably look so miserable when they're playing it. But, um, and, uh, <clears throat> but we can, we can, uh, appreciate that. And, and, uh, can we, you know, you, you watch them play, but can we appreciate the hours that, uh, they spent to get to that spot, you know, to that point? We don't really see all that, do we? Uh, we don't see all the, the, the effort that the parents put into the child or, you know, we, we see the results of it. You know, and, um, and, and, and we, um, we don't, we don't see the teacher, you know, they spent all those years learning how to play and then they, they put their heart and their energy into that. And, um, and, uh, we don't see, uh, the encouraging words that, you know, the children needed when they were little, you know, you know, to kind of get them over that tough spot that they were learning how to play the thing. And, um, and, and so, uh, the preparation, you know, that goes into it. We don't appreciate the progress, you know, the, 
We, we don't see that, the progress of that. You know, they, they come up on stage and they perform or whatever, and we don't see all that. So sometimes we don't, you know, we, we, uh, we could, uh, we don't go, you know, the, the, the process that they had to go through and, uh, and in the performance, you know, all the nerves that they might have, you know, it can be very nerve wracking, you know, and, and, uh, even if they're really, really good and accomplished, I think they still get nervous, you know, and, um, and, and they, it's like they were born for it, but they still had, uh, you know, they still, it's just, they do it because you do it for the glory of God. If you do it for the wrong reason, then it, it just starts, you start taking all that glory in yourself. And it just, like Brother Roger talks about the pride that builds up in us. And, um, so, uh, a just man, he falls in, in seven times and then rises up again. Uh, you know, the Lord, He's he's constantly developing us. He don't he don't stop, you know. And you know until we take our last breath, he's working on us, you know. And he wants us, he wants to develop us, you know. And as a little child, you know, you start playing the piano and you get interested in it and you're drawn to it and everything. And uh, it, it's kind of think of that as your life, you know. And uh, you want to develop that 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 ability to be able to play the piano. And, uh, and, and you pray and you seek and, and, uh, or you, uh, you work at it. And you let your teacher teach you and mold you and, and things of that nature. And so, think of that as our, our Christian life. And, uh, think of it, uh, as, a, you know, learning to play the piano, um, as something that it's developing you, as the Lord's developing you in your life. And do you know how many, uh, Notes there are on the piano that are just 88. How many, how many are in the, the first octave? There's just eight, right? So it starts, well, what is the, what is the one note, uh, let me see here. What is, what is the one note, um, that you start on? What was the first one they taught you? Middle C, that's right. Middle C, and uh, uh, middle C is where you start. And and uh, when that that little child they start to learn, they take their thumb and they put it right on that one that middle C right there. And uh, you know that middle C, uh, that's the beginning note. That's the that's the beginning of it. You know, and that's where it all starts. And uh, and you know it all started. This whole thing started with Adam and Eve. But it fell in the Garden of Eden. But that man in the middle, uh, what was his name? The man in the middle? Jesus Christ, right? The sea. He's the one that fixed it all. And, uh, he is the one, he's the one that rose from the grave to give life unto all who believe. And, uh, and so middle sea is where it all begins. So you guys are learning how to play the piano right now. Just think of it as your life, you know. And uh, as your, your Christian walk, it all works together, you know. And uh, uh, Miss Faith knew where to put her hands, where to move them, you know, and uh, how to play uh, those particular notes. So middle C. Uh, uh, and so from there it goes up. You go up the scale. And then it also goes down. You know, and uh, 
in life, man, life just ebb and flows. It just goes up. Sometimes you're up. Sometimes you're down. But when it's, but it all works together. It's like a, a, the piano key, the keyboard, it all works together to make a beautiful sound. And you have those ups and those downs. And uh, it's all part of life. You know, and uh, Jesus Christ hung on that cross in the middle, in the, on the middle cross between those two thieves uh, to die for our sins. Let's turn to Philippians. Book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 8, it says there, And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and uh, became obedient unto death, uh, even to the death of the cross. And, and, you know, the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, he had to learn some things. And he learned how, uh, he learned that, uh, and he learned by his suffering. You know, um, there was a, a quote that, um, I have it here. I think it's Morgan. Oh, I can't remember where I put it in my other notes here. I had a totally different. There it is. Morgan G. Campbell. He, he once heard. Um, he's a, he, I think he's a British evangelist. And uh, Am I right, brother? And uh, he, uh, he once heard a gifted preacher. And, uh, and he told his wife, he said, uh, man, uh, he enjoyed that young man's sermon. And, uh, you know, and, and she replied to him, yes, uh, He's a very good preacher, and when he has suffered, he will be a great preacher. And uh, and so uh, the Lord, by the things which he suffered, uh, he conquered death, hell, and the grave. He became obedient, you know. And so why should we be any different? We want to be like Christ, don't we? You know, and so it's tough when we have to suffer. Uh, It's tough when uh, we can't eat what we want to eat for a day, a week. You know, uh, it's tough when we gotta, you know, go on a diet. I don't, I don't, uh, you know, and, and not for, it's uh, just for healthy reasons. Or just cause you want to. You say, oh, I'm gonna go on a diet today. And, uh, and you just say that like that. And then uh, after a week, let me see how you're feeling about it. And, uh, even though I'm skinny, I've been on some diets. And it's not easy. You know, and, uh, and I lose some weight, believe it or not. And, and that's not the purpose. The, the purpose is to clean your body of all the, the bad stuff you've been putting in it for all these years. And, uh, and so the Lord, the, the middle C, that's where it starts. Well, uh, anybody know what the, the next note is besides Miss Faith? Hmm? Well, we're going up. See, we're going to, we're, we're going up in this right here. I, y'all got to know it out there. Yes. D, yes, D. And, uh, D, I'm gonna say that one, cause that one represents, uh, dying to self. You know, we need to learn how to die to self sometimes. And, uh, and, uh, and as we climb up this scale, we're, you know, we're, we're, uh, uh, moving on to perfection. The Lord wants to perfect us, you know. And, uh, John the Baptist said in John chapter 3 verse 30, what did he say? I must decrease and he must increase that's kind of that's a law you know if you want if you want to if you want to progress towards perfection um 
you're going to have to learn how to deny yourself. And, uh, and so, um, letter D. Uh, the next up to uh, the scaled error on the right side is the letter E. And uh, E, uh, that could represent uh, esteeming others better than yourself. That's a good way to die yourself. Esteem others better than yourself. And uh, look at that person over there and say, man, he can do that better than I can. Let him do that job. And, uh, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Some people are just gifted. And, but you say, man, I worked all those years to, to, to develop that. And, and, and he's still better than me. That's not fair. You know? And, uh, you know, some people just have that natural gift. And, uh, esteeming others better than themselves. And you gotta give them a chance to exercise that. Um, verse two in, in Philippians chapter two says, uh, Fulfill you my joy that you be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind. Let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. And uh, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. You're going to have to let it be in you. You're going to have to allow it to happen. Uh, and it's not going to be fun. And it's part of denying yourself. And uh, it's not going to be easy. Um, and uh, love, nothing that is easy is really worth doing, really. You know, it's too easy. You know, it's, I get bored when something's too easy. You ever go, I go into somebody's house and, you know, I, I fix something and I was like, just change out a flapper. And I was like, man, that was too easy. Now, I almost felt guilty to take their money. I, I'm serious. It's hard to think how much you owe you, and I want to turn around and walk out, you know. And uh, and now, it, and when I worked for somebody, it was a lot easier to think that way. But the only thing I said, well, I got to, my boss, if I don't collect money, I'm going to have, you know, my boss ain't going to be happy. <laughs> and uh, now, though, I got the choice. I can say, this one's on the house. You can, you can, you can uh, have it for free. And, uh, and, and uh, I just, uh, that's what I enjoy about business, and uh, you know, and it's uh, it's it, it can be joyful to esteem others better than yourself, because it really can it can really bring joy, uh, because you know the God's going to look down upon you, and then He's going to He's going to bless you in other ways, and uh, it, there's a lot of joy in helping somebody else, um, you know, and and uh, that's why we as parents sometimes there's something we can't do and. And somebody else can help our child do that. And, you know, they're interested in it. And uh, and so, E, esteeming others better than yourself. Um, next one, naturally, what comes after E in the alphabet? F, right. And, um, and that one, Jesus, well, I would say, took on the form of a servant. And, uh, and that's what he did there in verse 7 and 8. But made himself of no reputation, took upon himself the form, took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men, and being found in fashion as a man, humbled himself, being obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And, uh, you know, Romans 13.10 says, Love worketh no ill. To his neighbor, therefore, love is the fulfilling 
of the law. And uh, you know, when we take on the form of a servant, we're saying, I love you. And we're not being forced to do it. We don't have a, you know, a taskmaster over us. You know, and, um, you know, when, we, when, we, when I moved here from Pennsylvania, me and Christy, you know, you, uh, I, can be, I can be a hard person to love. You know, I don't have an outgoing spirit, you know. And, um, you know, I, 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 the Lord wouldn't let me just come into the building and just sit there. You know, I, he just kept putting on my heart. You go over there and shake their hand, you know. You got to go introduce yourself to them. And, uh, you know, I could be, I don't know how I come off, you know, but, you know, I, I ask people questions about their life. You know, and sometimes it might be, I try to, you know, what do you do for a living? You know, or uh, things like that. You try not to be true, you know, too intrusive, you know. You don't want to, you know, just, uh, you know, some people, they just, they don't like that, you know. And, and so um, you got to learn. But you got you can't learn just sitting there. You know, you're not going to learn to play the piano just looking at it. You know, you say, well, I don't want to learn to play the piano anyways, so it don't matter. Um, well, think of it as uh, the Lord wants to develop you. He's, he's their parent and he says, well, you're going to learn to play the piano whether you like it or not. And uh, and uh, I bought you. I bought you with a price. You're mine. And so you don't have no say in the matter. You're going to learn to play the piano. And, uh, and, uh, and so... Uh, after F comes the letter G. And uh, Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God which worketh in, uh, in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. God works in us so that we will do his will and do you know, his good pleasure. You know, in, in Acts chapter uh, 10, Acts chapter 10, uh, Peter's talking there. And... Uh, he, he's testifying. It's a good, it's a good little passage. Acts chapter 10 and verse, uh, let's go there. Acts chapter 10. And, and beginning reading in verse 34. Um, then Peter opened his mouth, naturally. That's what Peter's good at. And said of the truth, but you know, this time it's in a good, in his good way. And uh, said of the truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. But in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted of him. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. That word I say, ye know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And notice next, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Jesus went about doing good. And that G represents doing good. And God wants to do good through us, through you. And uh, he can while Jesus Christ is working through you. It says there, he was Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Uh, you're not going to, uh, you are not going to do what God wants you to do without his help. You are not going to, uh, uh, you know, it takes, it takes faith to get up. You know, well, I'm a, 
I'm kind of a hermit. I don't like to talk to people. And uh, I just like to talk with myself. And I'm real, I feel comfortable there. And, uh, uh, but you're not going to be able to talk to people without the Lord's help. Because you're not going to know what to say. You're going to think you have no words to say. You, don't, you won't even know how to start the conversation. Uh, you'll be too afraid. You know, fear is what kind of keeps us in our little little uh, cocoon, you know. And uh, But uh, faith kind of helps us break out from that. You know, a butterfly can't be a butterfly inside of his cocoon, can he? No, he's got to break out of that. One day he's going to break out and he's going to be a beautiful butterfly. And so you got to let God to overcome your fears uh, so that you can break out and be a butterfly. Well, say, I don't want to be a butterfly. I can't help you. And, uh, and, and so, uh, but you're going to learn to play the piano. And uh, <clears throat> one way or another. Uh, you're going to play it here. I'm good. You're going to play it up in heaven because I'll just transform you and you'll be able to play automatically. And, uh, <clears throat> and so, uh, you know, we all have fears. Who doesn't, right? What are you all afraid of? Give me some fears that you're afraid of. How about you, Brother Kay? Are you afraid of anything? You don't look like you'd be afraid of nothing. You're a pretty big guy. Huh? Oh, Daddy's afraid of what? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, the first one's your daughter. Uh-huh. I understand that. I have a daughter. She's the first one. She's, she's probably going to be hard-headed like mine was. She's very, very, you know, stubborn, you know, and, and that kind of drives her. This girl, you know, I tried to teach her to play the piano. She frustrated me so much. It got me so mad. I just, I said, enough. I can't do it. And, uh, you know, we gave her the books, you know, and it seemed like, you know, she could read by then or whatever. And, and then she just kind of, she was drawn to it. And she just kind of went, you know, went with it. And, and then we would just, I, I, you know, we just throw her little things here. Here, learn how to do this. And then I'd back away, you know. And then Christy would show her some stuff. And then we just kind of got out of her way and let her, you know. And that's just her personality. Not all, not all children are like that. And, uh, and, uh, and so at the time we didn't have, I probably should have, you know, Spent some money on her to take her to some lessons and all that. And, uh, and that would have helped her progress a little bit longer. But I just, once she started turning 11, 12, she's still playing the thing. 13, you know, you just stand back and you're amazed. You know, and, uh, and, uh, and God wants to do that in your life. What drives you? What do you, like, enjoy to do? And, uh, and God wants to help you, uh, be a blessing to others. And, um, so, your fears. God wants to. God wants to take care of that. He don't. You know. And we. We in, in Acts chapter or in, in Matthew chapter four, he got the first mention of Peter. Right. Peter comes on the scene there, and he calls out. Jesus is walking down the seashore, and he sees Peter and Simon, his brother, and they're casting the net out there. And uh, the Lord looks over, and he says, "I want you. Come follow me." In so many words, and he calls out all his disciples and everything, and they go through a lot of stuff. Uh, they, Jesus showed them a lot of miracles, and uh, and uh, they did a lot of, you know, and and it's kind of interesting. Matthew chapter fourteen. Let's turn there real quick, because I don't want to. It's a it's a great story, and uh, Matthew fourteen. The Lord wants to help you in life uh, to overcome your fears, and. Uh, 
I don't know if I want to do it like Peter did, but here we go. Uh, Matthew 14. And so in verse 15, and when it was evening, his disciples came to him saying, uh, uh, let's see. Okay, you got the feeding of the 5,000, right? Verse 15. And, um, and you come to verse 20. And they did all eat and were filled, and they took up their fragments and remained 12 baskets full. And they had eaten, and there were about 5,000 men and all that. And, and straightway, Jesus constrained the disciples to get into a ship and to go before him on the other side, giving them instructions while he sent the multitudes away. He says, you guys get in this ship and go over there, and uh, I'm going to send these, uh, the multitudes away. And he sent the multitudes away. He went up into a mountain apart to pray. And I can understand he probably just needed to get away from everybody. And when the evening was come, he was there alone praying. But you notice here in verse 24, it's, they're out there in the ship. Uh, but the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves. And the wind was contrary. And the fourth watch of the night, though, you know, you got Jesus went unto them. So you got these waves going, and, and and Jesus goes on to them walking on the water. And uh, in another account, Mark Mark doesn't talk about Peter, but he he uh, he says Jesus would have walked on by, and uh, he wasn't. Uh, he was going to the other side. That's where he told them to go, and um, and so it's in the midst there to see tossed the waves. The wind was contrary, and in the fourth watch he came. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. I mean, I haven't, have you been in a ship where you're just scared to death? Is something's going to happen? Like it's going to, this boat ain't going to make it? Um, you know, I watch on the videos some of these ships out on that ocean. I would not want to be out there. But I've been in some, uh, you know, just three to five foot waves on a boat. That's enough to throw you around. And, uh, and, uh, but I haven't been scared to death on a boat yet. So I haven't got myself in that scenario. Um, and, and, uh, and, and Peter answered him and said, Lord, verse 28, if it be thou, here's Peter opening his mouth again, bid me come unto thee on the water. And, uh, Jesus looked at him, wondered what he was saying in there. He said, we don't know all the thoughts. He said, okay. And he said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. He's feeling pretty good about himself about right now, isn't he? He's walking on the water. Then he got his eyes off the Lord. And he began to sink. And fear set in. That man was afraid to die. He was scared to death. And uh, and the Lord's just remember though, the Lord's, uh, he knew all this was going to happen. He knew he was going to start sinking, and uh, he just wanted to help Peter out, develop a little bit. He's teaching him how to play the piano right now. And uh, and Peter, and he said, come, and he walked on the water. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink. Cried, saying, Lord, save me. The other guys, they, you know, they, God wasn't working on them today. It was just working on Peter. Peter was a different man when he got back in that boat, in that ship. And uh, when God helps you overcome some of the fears in your life, it ought to make you different. And uh, and 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 learning how, and A A here stands for uh, always. You know, always 
is is something that Philippians one four says uh, always in every prayer of mine for you all making a request with joy always be in prayer uh, but that's not that's not it's easier said than done you know Colossians one one three says we gave thanks to God and the Father our Lord Jesus Christ praying always for you. You know, and it's and it's good to know you're not praying all the time, but somebody else could be praying for you. You know, you think about it. If somebody's thinking about you, you know, like Brother Lewis and Miss Rhonda, you know, and then uh, Brother Samuel, you know, you go down the line, if everybody starts thinking about you at all different times, you know, somebody's praying for you all the time. And uh and and so Colossians four twelve Epaphras, who is one of you, a servant of Christ, saluteth you always, laboring fervently for you in prayers, that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. And uh, and then you got you got A, right? So that's the seventh. That's the seventh, or that's the sixth note. And then the se- the seventh note is B. And it's uh, I, I go with this one called Be Ready. Always be ready. To give an answer to the hope that lieth within you. And, uh, you know, be patient with people. And, uh, and, uh, be kind. All those things. So, alright, now you know how the beginning goes like that, right? You know, you can play one note now. You know, middle C? Now if I say, you'll go up there and find middle C. How many can find it? Just the four of us again? Okay. I, you probably need somebody to guide you to it. I bet you can find a C. You, would you know where a C is on there? If I said, find me a C. No, somebody's going to have to teach it. And, uh, but you know what's interesting about, you know, you play the one note and you can play a melody, right? And then what do they teach you next? They teach you chords? Teach you chords. That's three notes. Or, or four, or depending on how many you can get with one hand, you can do four in there. And, uh, and uh, each chord has an inversion, inversion so you got the, the, main, the main one, then you can invert it and invert it again. You know, and, and those chords, they make it all sound pretty, don't they? You know, and, and, uh, and music is very powerful. And, uh, you know, with the piano, you can, play, you, can play just, you can play a melody, and then you can play some chords with it, you know. Uh, and then if you, you teach somebody how, you gotta, you gotta get, if you teach them how to do a little bit kind of a rhythm with it, you know, back and forth like this, um, they tend to like that too much, you know, and, and they just keep doing it over and over again. And I don't know anybody like that that just does that all over and over again, you know. But it gets kind of monotonous. If you listen to worldly music, it's just the rhythm is over and over and over again. And uh, uh, but the, the Lord wants to He wants to use us. And think of us, the church, as a piano. We all have a part in it. You know, some of us. Uh, if we're all the strings in there, you know, three of us working together in unity, it makes sounds like one note. And, uh, you know, and then three different notes playing at the same time. Sounds, it just sounds pretty, you know, and, and, uh, you could play the major chords and, and, uh, and then play the minor chords for something that's kind of sad and, and, and things of that nature. You know, so life has its ebb and flows. And, but it's all, it all works together. And we have the master. He wants to sit down at the piano, and he wants to play a beautiful song. And when he sees a church that's working together in unity, what a beautiful thing. 
How beautiful it is for, for brethren to dwell together in unity. So uh, learn to play the piano and to help us out because we don't want to we don't want to sound like a bunch of tinker toys, you know. That's right. All right. Amen. Lord bless you all.